cliffcentral.com Yena funa hamba kongo Hey what's up everybody Umaraza Law aka Mr. Kwan aka PLINT and you're listening to the Unplugged Radio Show 12 to 1 p.m. every single Thursday on Cliff Central is too short like me Yo, 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 yo! Thank you for tuning in to uh, cliffcentral.com. It is that time of the week again. It is the Unplugged Radio Show. I am half of your host, V, the everything. The other half is with me, obviously, most of the time. I feel like it's always me and him these days, man. What's happening, Simpiwe Petros? What up, what up, homie? I'm all good, bro. I'm all good. It's good to be in studio with you again. As it's, usual, bro. It's going to be a session, man. Hey, bro. And it's good to be, it's good to be with you guys again, man. That's what it's, that's, that's what it's all about. So thank you for tuning in. This is the Unplugged Radio Show using the hashtag Unplugged Radio. You can join into the conversations with us because we're going to have a pretty cool conversation today. Yeah, bro. It's going to be yeah. deep. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna be, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where it's gonna go because to be honest, like, I've, I've always had, like, thoughts about the topic and, and, um, and, uh, you know, I've always had my opinion on it, but I've, I've, I'm, we're getting a guest in today that's, I, I, I find her to be very educated in the space. So I'm keen to hear what she's got to say. What's up, bro? So, um, a couple of weeks back, we said that the next time we're in studio together, we're gonna have a show that's, uh, literally unplugged. And doing the most, bro. He said it. He said it. He so said it. That's ladies true. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for unplugged conversations. Warning <laughs> that this show is not what you expect. That it's going to change your perspective on life. So be ready to have a different view on life because it's lit. It has to be. It has to be. If it's not lit, then what are we doing, wasting our time? Dog. So I'm, I've been, uh, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, uh, you know, how, how to, how to engage in this uh, conversation that's been going on around South Africa recently. I mean. Um, Men, Men Are Trash has been training for such a long time and uh, it's really been, it's really been covered by almost every single person on, on social media and every single person on, on, in the media space. So we've been trying to find new ways to, to try and decode this, uh, this, this problem that's arised in South Africa because of, you know, of late there's been a lot of gender violence. Yeah, um, bro. There's been a lot of sexual, especially in a sexual, in a sexual manner. So we've been trying to find a way to, to talk about this and actually bring it to light. In a way that's not going to be like, you know, too typical because in in a sense we we don't want to be we don't want to be those guys that uh, that just um, bash 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 but don't find some sort of uh, some sort of space to to actually operate in and 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 make sense of all the stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm pretty keen. I'm pretty keen to get that going. Um, and uh, our our guest today, I hope enlightens us. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you guys got you guys got to stay tuned to 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 hear who to hear who's gonna be uh to to hear is going to be joining us in studio because I mean this girl I'll give you a little bit of background uh, I met her uh, at a um at, at at an event it was a po like I think I was doing a poem there yeah it was like a females only event they invited me I don't know if people think I'm a female <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah I was invited then I did a poem on on uh, a poem I wrote on feminism and um, yeah she she like she enjoyed it and we just connected after that and I've been following on Twitter. And I've been seeing all the all the action she's been getting on Twitter. So I thought, hey, you know what? Ah, I, gotta, I gotta talk to the, I gotta talk to this girl. No, no, she's fire. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with her. And yeah. uh, I think the biggest thing with what you were saying about uh, this whole men are trash, this whole sexual injustice that we're facing in the country, it's it's a necessary conversation to have. But I think it's time to really develop the solutions around that. So I actually tweeted a couple of minutes ago uh, asking, um, what are some of the sexual double standards that you've experienced personally personally in your life? And um, if you have input and want to input and uh, share what What's this, what are some of those double standards? Just tweet at us at hashtag unplugged radio show, and we're going to read some of those tweets out um, on the show today. And um, here's a statement for you. 
Let me know what you think about this one because I actually read this from an, art- an article, and talk it to said, me, bro. Talk um, to me. "Women are shamed for having sex before marriage, and men are rewarded for it." Do you agree or disagree? And why? Men are rewarded for it. How how are men rewarded for it? But I I get the sentiment. I'm just trying to understand the words. Okay, so men are appreciated or they 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 aren't devalued. Or they're celebrated. Yeah, they're celebrated yeah, for yeah. having sex before marriage. Mm. And women are ashamed quite a bit to, from this. Um, yeah. In in terms of uh, culture and society, um, there's a lot of things. There are a lot of double standards out there in in society. And uh, I think we need yeah. to address this and uh, get an understanding first of all, and see how we can address them moving forward. I feel you, and I think it's a very important conversation to have, especially amongst, uh, especially amongst us, us young people. Because I mean, like at the end of the day, bro, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm tired of like the same ways. You know, we've been living by the same principles for such a long time. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like it's been a long, it's been a long, uh, hundred odd, what, a couple hundred years that we've been living by, you know, the same. And I think it's ever since human existence. You know, there's always been this like patriarchal approach to everything that we do. So I think we need to try and reinvent new ways of living because people are not, uh, you know, we are not the same as yeah. we were. Hundreds of years ago, we are different species now. We are, we have changed. We have evolved. We've, you know, we've, we've come to understand that life is not exactly what people have fed us our whole entire, you know, our whole entire existence. So it's, it's going to be important for young people to, to, to actually reinvent the wheel in, in, in some sense. And, uh, they start by, by these discussions. Yeah. So Nelson Mandela once said that, uh, sometimes it fall up, falls upon a generation to be great. You can be that generation. And I, I think it's time for us to realize that just because things have always been like this or just because society has dictated how things should be done, we don't necessarily need to be that generation that accepts yeah. the facts for what they are. We need to be critical and define a new narrative for ourselves because we need to embrace who we are as a generation and rise up and provide solutions to what were problems of the past and really deal with these problems i'm sick and tired of accepting things as they are no that's not what we're created for Mm. we're created to solve those problems and rise above those problems so what do you feel like what what do you feel are some of the problems that we face and in terms of uh, a lot of sexual abuse uh, a lot of um injustice when it comes to women and um mm. sexual abuse this is this is something that we can't tolerate anymore we need to provide those solutions what are those solutions i want to hear from you so definitely share with us and provide that input because i know that the solution is in you and it's just waiting for you to realize who you are and the power you have to solving that solution shout out and you can do that by using the hashtag uh, unplugged radio show on twitter you can also hit us up on whatsapp on uh, 079 2090 that's 079 you can hit us up there with your thoughts and what are your opinions if you think that we talk shit then let us know that too Eish. yeah no. you feel me <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah today's topic is one which is sensitive i think it's one that is important and it's one that i have a lot of opinions on i'm just trying to find the right way to articulate them so i might say some things that are out of place today but you know what I don't really care because that's just the way, that's just the way I am. So today's topic is going to be mostly based around virginity. Yeah, that needed a moment of silence right there. (laughs) (laughs) We want to talk about virginity. We want to understand why. Well, you know, the the thought came to us like we were sitting and we're we're chatting about, you know, obviously when we lost our virginities, etc. And, um, you know, this, 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 this concept dawned on me and I thought to, I thought to myself, why is it important to keep our virginities? Now, I understand the religious aspect of it. All right. Cause I mean, I was raised in a Christian household, etc. Um, but I, I still ended up, you know, having sex way before marriage. I mean, I'm not even married right now. And, uh, you know, what I'm saying, you trust me, still tapping that. You know? <laughs> 
Oh boy. Uh, but uh, but uh, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to uh, you know what I'm trying to actually decode here uh, for us young people is you know let's have this conversation around virginity and why it's important to uh, keep it or is it good to lose it? You know these are the these are the kind of questions we want to unpack. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be something we need to. We need to bring up and we need to talk about. I don't know how you feel about it, Sim. You and me haven't really had time to really uh, break down into what it is we think. We're too busy thinking about what everybody else can. But yeah. I think we've all got some sort of opinion on on, on uh, virginity and the importance uh, thereof. Okay, so I feel like um, this is a very important topic that we're talking about. I mean, I also grew up in a Christian home and they always said, save yourself for marriage. I never understood. I, ne- I never understood why, you know, all right. straight straight out and uh, outright. I never understood why. Okay. And uh, I lost my virginity a lot. Long time ago, bro, Ooh. because uh, I just decided, like, I gotta see what this is all about. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, in yeah. all that experience, I just really found that um, having sex before marriage or having sex uh, prematurely is um, it it always it always seems to take something from you. That's what I've realized. Okay, for me, for me personally, I decided, you know what. Purity is not necessarily you keeping yourself for marriage, but living a life that is pleasing to God. In my view, that that's living right. a life that's pleasing to God. You might have messed up a couple a couple of times. You might have um, hooked up with yeah. so and so. You might be doing drugs. You might be doing a whole lot of things. But the moment you make a decision that you are changing your ways and start living that way, then you can live a life of purity. Purity isn't based in a moment, and you don't lose your purity based on on a moment. Mm. I, I truly believe purity is a choice, and you need to embrace purity for what it is because everything that that is around purity sure. is pure to that choice so if you've messed up before if you've lost your virginity you can always live a life of purity and regain that purity because not purity is not something that you give yourself i believe purity is something that is god given and god can can heal anything that you've been through i hear you in that and i i think there's a couple of things we can unpack there with our with our guests coming in today yeah. um i think uh yeah she'll have some good insights into that i i just you know just at the top of my head i think purity is uh not necessarily always action based it's sometimes just how you think of things exactly. and how you approach them and you know your thoughts around them but you know what? i don't want to get too much into the topic without <laughs> involving our, our guest today because yeah. i think i think you know i think you and me might talk ourselves into a hole and uh, sh- she might come in here with an axe and, chop and shut chop us down do, yeah do you know what i'm saying because <laughs> i mean at the end of the day we're just two we're just two idiots yeah anyway yeah so we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break uh so we can set up with our with our guest guys so um you know after this we'll be back with uh the all important chat around whether or not it is important to keep your virginity what's poppin everybody this is your boy shane eagle and you are tuning to the Unplugged Radio Show right here on Cliff Central. Thank you very much, Shane Eagle. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are tuning to the Unplugged Radio Show. Just as you heard the best rapper in Africa say. Why are you side-eyeing me when I say that shit? That's the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are tuning into Unplugged and In Charge. Uh, you know what it is, the shortest hour every single week. We've got a, a special guest in the studio. We're speaking just before we went into, uh, into the break um, about... We're going to be talking about something that I think uh, people are not always comfortable 
speaking about because yeah. I think it's like it's either you know it's either shamed upon or it's like you know I'm not really sure. Like I said, I have thoughts about it, but I'm not try quite. No, I'm not, what I'm not. Quite sure how to articulate them correctly. So I've got somebody in the, in the building with us that, you know, she, she articulates herself pretty well. Uh, you know, when I asked for like a little bio on herself, um, she, uh, she, she told me that, uh, you know, she's a digital marketer. She's a VITS graduate. Um, she's a, she's a proud member of the MILF gang and Harakani Pom Pom. What's happening, Sadie? Oh, I'm so glad you used that. How's it, guys? It's so good to be here today. Ah, cool, man. What's your, how do you say, how do I say your surname? It's Torquato. Torquato. I'll say Torquato. Like, you know, like such a wagger, like, oh, I got Sadie Torquato coming into the, coming into the show. Yeah. So I say Torquato. Torquato. I mean, it's a lot more trouble Portuguese. now. Yeah. yeah. I, I got married two years ago. It's a lot more trouble now because I have to spell my name out every time I say it. But, mm. I figured at the time my maiden name is Road, and at the time the hashtag was Roads Must Fall, so it fell in time. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Shout out, shout out. That's dope, that's dope. So um, Roads Must Fall, it did fall. Now it's Torquato. Now it's Torquato. Where, does, dope, Tor- where does Torquato come from? Like? It's an Angolan surname. Oh, right. Oh, nice. Okay, so you are, you are, let's get a little bit of background. So you obviously, we know you're a Vids graduate, we know you're a proud member of the MILF gang, which means you're a mom. Yes. Okay, and you are married. Yes, I am. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, you are working as a digital marketer. That's great. There we go, guys. That's all you guys need to know about Sadie. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm playing. So yeah, Sadie, we, you know, the reason, okay, I'll give you guys a little bit of background as well. I met, uh, obviously, I, like I said earlier, I met Sadie at an event. I was doing a, I think I did a poem there. Um, and it was really cool. Uh, we, you know, it was really uh, sort of a woman empowering empowerment events. And, uh, obviously, you know, how I am around those things. I really just enjoy ju- like striving to achieve some sort of social justice, no matter where it is. Mm. So I was involved there and I met Sadie. Then I actually like saw when I met you, I could see that you're very passionate about, you know, these things like about justice and about equality and, and, and that type of thing, which is really great. I think we need more people like that in the world. Um, and more people that, you know, more people need a voice in that space and people that don't have a voice need people to be a voice for them. So, you know, that's a major reason why I wanted to get you on today because, um, I think you got some insight into this, this topic that we've been like, you know, throwing back and forth at each other. Yeah. Uh, which is virginity. Okay. We want to talk about virginity and, uh, the, the another thing that I found that I'm going to bring up later, I want to kind of hear what you have to say first about this. Um, and we want to, what I, what I really want to understand is, in your opinion, do you think it is important to keep your virginity, first of all? Okay, so this is obviously, there are many different layers to how I can answer this. Yes, yes. So obviously, the concept of yeah. keeping your virginity is related to problematic things. But let's yeah. talk about those. Let's talk about I'm the, going, the layers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, um, I'm going to put an umbrella over all the layers, and I'm going to say sexual morality is important. Okay. Because that okay. would cover... People who do it for religious reasons. It would cover people who take care of their sexual morality for health reasons. It would take care of people who um, are aware of sexual morality when it comes to issues of maybe violence, consent, etc., etc. So just, and it also takes care of your emotional issues. So you may not be um, religious or spiritual, but just for your emotional development yeah. and well-being, sexual morality is important. I think that's okay. a good way to put it. Okay, I, I feel you. That's a powerful perspective. That changes the whole view. My whole view, first and foremost. Because, yeah, because we've been talking on one small thing, but sexual morality really is a bigger a bigger view on things. It it really shapes the perspective on how you should actually view life. Because you can be so single minded and have tunnel vision on one small act or one small thing, but sexual morality is a lifestyle, right? Which is something completely different. Mm. Okay, okay, I hear you. Sexual morality. Now, 
Okay, I have a question about sexual morality, if you don't mind me asking. Is that, don't you think, like, the concept of morality or what is moral is completely subjective? Because, like, I find it difficult to throw a blanket term over things like that. Because don't we all just uh, choose our evils and then claim morality? No, absolutely. And I'm so glad you asked me this question because mm. it's something that I'm faced with many times Um when I have to explain my views on political issues yeah. and etc., it's actually morality is something that's very simple to understand. And without disrespecting people's religious beliefs, cultural values, traditions, your morality and your ethics are only as valuable as they are productive. Yeah. So if you have a progressive outcome of your moral belief, then that is something valuable. Mm. But if you don't actually have a practical outcome, if it doesn't actually serve a purpose, then it's just hot air. You can actually discard of that type of belief. Completely. Mm. Oh, okay. So you're saying that morality is directly linked to a productive outcome? Yes. I, I believe in um, practicality and pragmatism over propriety because propriety is just something people throw around um, – to have some sort of feeling of power and a, a yeah. feel good thing, it doesn't actually materialize in a practical way. So your your ethics, your sorry, is ethics, ethics, yeah. your, <laughs> your ethics yeah. have to be pragmatic. Then they're valuable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when we talk about sexual morality now, we we, we go back to sort of the concept of, of virginity and the importance thereof or the lack of. If we if we talk about sexual morality and we say what um what 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 outcome or what practical outcome uh do you think your your view on sexual morality achieves um well for starters i know that you want uh, that you're aware of this angle of the conversation is that um the way we've been managing concepts of sexual morality yeah. It's been completely unequal. We have a sex handbook for women and a sex handbook for yeah. men and they're completely different. Absolutely. Um, we touched on, we were speaking about virginity. It's so much more popular for women to hold on to virginity and to be valued by virginity than it is for men. You guys uh, yeah, said that men are, you mm. said that men are rewarded and it's absolutely true. Mm. I mean, we just had an issue of maiden bursaries. We have ridiculous stories about virgins waiting for you in heaven. Oh, we geez. have, we have, we have stupid stories like, Theories about a master key can open all locks, but a lock that can be opened by any itself. Oh, okay. it's, just, it's really, really, um, complete. It doesn't make any sense. Sure. Um, and when it comes to, um, sexual pragmatism, yeah. it only makes sense to be responsible about sex because that will then cover sexual health, sexual education, sexual violence. Mm. It will, whether you're a religious person or not, the religious, my religious beliefs are also based in pragmatism. It's not, I, I don't believe in sexual, um, morality. Not that I've been very sexual moral, sexually moral, but <laughs> I don't believe, <laughs> I don't support, um, religious <laughs> sexual morality sure. be, because of a feel good thing and because it's important as a woman or, you know, I want to be this pure person. Yeah. But because, Abstaining from sex and being responsible about sex is good for you. It's good for your soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's more than just how you're valued because that's a power relation. Yeah. So what you're basically saying is um, stop making decisions based on what other people are going to think of you. Make a decision for yourself and how it benefits you because in doing so, that allows you to contribute to society in a positive and powerful manner. Exactly. I mean, I'm a daughter. I'm a mother of a daughter now. and. Yeah. Um, Older people that I speak to, um, 
always ask me, what am I going to do when she starts having sex? You guys, she's two years old. Yeah. And yeah. people are so obsessed with what my daughter is going to do with her sex life. I one mean, day. good lord. I, like, the girl can't speak. You, you okay. know, that, it, I mean, that's just perverted. It, it, yeah. it really it, is bad, but we're so obsessed with what women do with their bodies. It's so yeah. unbelievable. I mean, you, I mean, it, 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 to me, it's, it's, that's the problem. That, that's the, that's the root of the problem. That's the biggest issue is that people, people have these thoughts about a two year old. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, my for, you know, I can, I can get very upset about that. Type. I've got a little sister. She's nine years old. And trust me, I never ever worry about her sex life. Yeah. yeah. Because I know when she's 18, she's going to have a mind to make decisions with. Yeah. And you know, as long as you're in her life and you, you, you see, the way I see things is that people, Need to experience their lives as themselves. Yeah, we cannot. We can lend advice. We can assist in 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 teaching and 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 growing people and and you know contributing in that sense. But we cannot control you know what it is they do because people end up doing what they want to when they want to. Yeah, do because it, okay? you can't control their choices, right? No, and everyone is free, and everyone should make those choices. Yeah. But now when we talk, but now when we talk about um when we talk about virginity specifically, yeah. okay, um I I read this article. Alright, and now this is why my, look, okay, let me actually just give you a little bit of my perspective. Okay. Okay. I hear what, I hear what Sadie's saying, and I, and I, and I, I really agree with, with, uh, a lot of your, your, your viewpoints there. The one thing that I want to question is when we talk about sexual responsibility, are we talking about, uh, less sexual partners, or are we just talking about keeping safe while having sex with various people? Because, because responsibility and you know that space where you're saying that it, you know it's good for your soul and it's good for your your, your feel good or your 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 heart etc and your, your your spirit maybe i hear you there and i think that that is valid in some people's cases but other people feel completely unaffected by having sex with multiple partners and responsibility to them just means keeping sexually healthy by keeping safe etc etc going for regular tests blah 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 do you think that one is more immoral than the other or how, how would you view that? Um, so I've, I have mentioned to you that I am a, a struggling Christian. And <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're so honest. You're so I think all Christians are. Yeah. <laughs> but, and honesty is a very important yeah. thing. And, um, I, and as a, as an honest Christian, I can't actually say, um, that my way of life is more valid than the other. Yeah. Um, what I will say is that Polygamy is just as valid as as um, all the other variations that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, monogamy. Why did the word escape me now? So, um, but but where the sexual um, responsibility comes in is then obviously informed by that culture yeah. of having uh, many partners, etc. Either way, either way, it fosters a healthy sex positive environment where people are having safe sex, healthy sex, yeah. sex that doesn't. Um, I mean. Sex has become such a violent and terrifying thing, especially for women. I yeah. mean, so many women, especially in Africa, black women, sex, sex is so violent. We, mm. we experience it in such a, a violent way because we're worried about consent because nobody understands consent yeah. for, for starters. So, um, whether, no, no matter how you practice your sex, if you're, if that sex is informed by a practical and healthy moral frame. It will always be carried out in a positive way. Yeah. It will always be a positive fruit. Okay, I hear you. So it's also about the approach and the way you think about that. Absolutely. So, so if you, if yeah, it, I, I like what you're saying because 
You're saying at grassroots level, at the bottom beginning phase, consent is not understood. Yeah. So that's already is problematic in the sense of, uh, of, of having sex and multiple, having multiple sexual partners throughout your life. Okay? Yeah, I, I, I get that. And I think that, I think fundamentally, fundamentally we have that problem in our society, which, which probably will need to be addressed. Now I understand the problem, right? Mm. And we, we, and I think we've given context to the problem, but how do we solve this problem? Because there's a, there's a whole lot of uh, consequences to that fundamental and uh, grassroots level problem. Now I am extremely privileged. I am in the prime position to impact this in society because I'm a mother. Yeah. Um, my husband and I have an opportunity to raise a generation of people who have a different understanding nice. about these things. Yeah. Um, and when I reflect on how I was raised, I have three brothers and a younger sister as well. So we've got five kids, a healthy mix of boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. And watching the double standards, growing up with the double standards, yeah. we can see how that thing how it played out with us. I won't get into too many personal details, but yeah. we can see the 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 imbalances are impractical. Yeah. They they're not stuff that just offend us yeah. or make us angry. They actually don't work out. Because my brothers grew up watching my sister and I being told what to do with our bodies, yeah. how mm. to do it, who we owe our bodies to. Mm, and yeah. then we were we watched them being told Sow your wild oats, my sons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then you have a society full of women who don't know whether they should withhold or if they should, you know, and then you have men who actually cannot be with those women. Yeah. Those men and those women don't mix. Problematic. It's, it's, it's never going to be healthy between them. Sure. Because those men have it in their minds that somehow sex is just something that just happens with anyone, anytime. They're taught that their bodies don't mean anything, that women's bodies mean more. So if I'm a violent man, I know that women's bodies mean more. So if I destroy a woman's body, I'm achieving something. Mm. And if I'm a good man, a woman's body means more. So achieve, so, so, uh, um, acquiring a woman's body, giving, having been access, own, own given it. access yeah. to a woman's body is a good thing. Mm. Cause we're taught that women's bodies are, you know, like this and, and men's bodies are like that. Mm-hmm. And we're teaching men that we don't have to worry about their bodies. Yeah, Worrying yeah. about your body is something for a woman to do. Yeah. Well, as a man, you can just and look at how that's played oh. out with gender violence in this country. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's 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 the root. That's the root cause of all the problems that we're facing. When we're raising daughters, we need to understand we're raising them in front of sons. Yeah. And we're showing our sons how to treat them. Yeah. yeah. Let's not have double standards and really create a crisis from a, an identity level, you know? Because that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think it, yeah, it comes down to, it comes down to, you know, men are taught that losing their virginity is fine and a woman is taught that losing her virginity is not fine. And that's, and that's a problem. Now, look, personally, I've never ever had sex with a virgin, right? Okay. Uh, I've, yeah, I've, even when I lost my virginity. Yeah, that wasn't, yeah, there was, she wasn't a virgin. So, I am in a space like now you can tell me, Sadie. I feel like I never want to have sex with a virgin. And <laughs> why is that? Wait, I, that's understand. kind of a weird thing yeah. to say. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah, let me no, understand. But it, it, it is. It is. I, I, I said to someone the other day, I was like, you know, I don't want my wife to be a virgin. Is that wrong of me? Is that my immediate feeling? Because I feel like I kind of, I kind of want. I probably kind of want a woman that knows what she wants or understands what she likes. And I, I, I feel, I, I think I would feel, why would I feel awkward having sex with a virgin? So here's a crazy thing. You're literally speaking about a woman that you have not yet met in sexual yeah. terms. Yeah. You've made it all about how 
about the sex and about her exactly. virginity. Yeah. And it is such a crazy thing that we ha- we value this thing so much. We don't think about sex as something you do with someone you have a connection with. Yeah. Because really. now the deal breaker for you is no, she needs to know how to back that up. So check So wait, Vaughn, wait. Wait. I hear you there. Hold up, hold up. I hear you there, right? And I and I think you're right. You probably have you probably are right in 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 in, in sort of, you know, Telling me that I want someone that knows how to back it up, and I, I think I think you have a point. But I'm sitting here as someone who I, as somebody who who kind of like thinks about these things. You know, I, I'm not like a, I don't live in some sort of I, I don't live in ignorance. I like to think I don't. You know, I, I know I, I kind of I know try you my, don't. Boy. Yeah, no, I, I vouch for you. I try my best. You know, but 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 like I have to be honest and say to myself. You know why is it that I do feel like that? So wait. And, and 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 hold on, is it wrong? Because when does preference become problematic? Because at the end of the day, don't we all have either the freedom to have a preference? Mm. Uh, you do have the freedom to have a preference, but at the same time, you say you know you want a woman that knows what she wants. What if she? What I think if, so. Yeah, but what if she wanted to be a virgin until she got married? You know that's that's a, that's a woman that knows what she wants, and she she kept herself for marriage. Sure, you know that's yeah. let, let's not let's not have an an ideal view or create mm. uh, a a facade. I think it's actually a facade because you are limiting yourself and what you could possibly have based on on a criteria mm. that you you perceive to be the ideal life. Would you would you be upset if your daughter lost her virginity before marriage? Just hypothetically speaking. Of course not. Of and, course not. And you'd you'd leave it because you'd believe it was her choice, and she'd make the right decision based on your raising of her. Yeah, type. I think that I think that what would devastate me is if my daughter is doing it for the wrong reasons. Okay. I think that what de- mm. would devastate me um, is if it's taken by force. Mm. Um, I'm worried about the well, the the emotional, psychological, yeah. and physical well-being of my daughter. Her sure. ethics are for her to decide, okay. and as long as she's not hurting anyone in the process. Yeah. It's all up to her. As a, and I have to bring it in because I do, I do need to be responsible about this. Um, yeah, please. For the sake of my church. But as, even as a Christian mom, my duty is to raise her the right way. Yeah, sure. But free choice will always override. Um, I can't control my daughter. I really so, can't. So basically, choice is the greatest gift we were all given, absolutely, right? Absolutely. And we need to embrace that fact that we have been given a choice. You can't control your daughter's choices, but you can influence her and be an example on what it means to, to be a woman. In 2017, yeah. and how you can and you you can do your part, and I think the most important thing you've been emphasizing the fact is that we all need to do our part, basically, not to negatively affect other people's lives, but to live your life and be progressive yes. in in moving forward in life. I like I like what you're saying. Uh, I like what you're saying, Sadie. And I think shout out to you. I think your approach on raising your daughter. Not that I'm some like parent coach <laughs> or something. Like, <laughs> man's not even ready for that. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm still out here going. I don't want to have sex with virgin. I mean, like, but, but I think I think. I think your approach to raising your um your your daughter sounds very progressive and sounds like what a lot of people should try and adapt. Now I read a blog post and I, I mentioned it to you off, off air a couple of days ago and it, it really it really sparked something in me. It made me feel weird. Um, and it was about this this woman who who she writes this really eloquent post. I'll I'll try to send you guys a link. I actually tweeted out just now so you guys can read it. Um, about how she kept her virginity. Um, because she made a promise in front of family and God at ten years old in the church. Uh, that she will keep her virginity, um, and once again, this the importance of virginity stressed so much in the situation, and what it results in yeah. is, is something that was 
fairly surprising to me, but also kind of made me feel like extremely upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so this, this so this girl, to cut a long story short, she she goes through her life and she goes through all the temptation you can imagine, and she's a she's a human being. She's experienced sexual frustration. Yeah, she yeah. experiences sexual curiosity. She experiences all these things as a teenager growing up, but she fights them back because of this promise she made. So a bit of fear, a bit of guilt, a bit of dedication, a bit of X Y Z forces her to keep her virginity. Right. So she keeps it. She gets married at 22 years old. Okay. Sure. I'm going to mention something about that too because I've experienced this sure, with 20, friends. She gets married at, she gets married in her early 20s, 22, 23, somewhere around there. She gets married. And on her, on her wedding day, people come up to her and they congratulate her for keeping her virginity. They say to her, well done. Like, you're, I actually you're, think you're, I read this post. You're, you're, yeah. yeah, you're a shining, you're a shining star. You're, mm. you're, you know, you're, God's proud of you, whatever the case is. Now she knows that evening she's going to, She's gonna lose her virginity because right? she's thirsty. So, no, 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 she's gonna she's gonna have to lose her virginity that day because she got yeah. married, right? That's, yeah. the, that's the process. So yeah. she 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 goes on and she like quite vividly describes how it was for her. She said she she kind of like stood in a bathroom and was, she looked in the mirror and she sure. just and she thought, you know, there's no angels around her singing. There's no reward that pours down from the heavens into her, and there's no Jesus to shake her hand. There's nothing there like that. It's just a dark room with her and her husband fondling around over a condom and lube trying to make it work and she says sex hurts just like she knew it would um but then she goes into describing how she couldn't stand to face anyone the next day because all of a sudden this 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 praise that they gave her is now replaced with this we know you've had sex and now you are yeah now yeah now you are now we know you've been uh you know you know you've been taken and you know her co-workers her family everybody knows because it was celebrated Mm -hmm. that she was a virgin now obviously she's not so there's this feeling and she ended up hating sex she ended up lying in bed and crying herself to sleep at night because she wanted to like it but she couldn't like it um, and then after two years, she broke down and told her husband this. And her husband, a feminist man, was appalled by the fact that he that she allowed him to touch her when she didn't really want to. And he sure. told her to seek help. And she went and got a therapist. And you know, a couple of a couple of a long journey of healing. She came through it. And now she's not religious at all. She um she she's now in a, in a space where she says she, you know I'll actually read to you what she says here. She said she said something that oh it made me feel weird. But anyway, she said yeah. Um, uh, I let this go on for almost two years before I broke down. I just couldn't do it anymore. I told my husband everything. My husband was horrified that I let him touch that I let him touch me when I didn't want him to. Uh, blah blah blah. She goes on to say we stopped having sex. He encouraged me to see a therapist, and I did. It was the first step to a long journey of healing. Ten-year-old girls want to believe in fairy tales. Take this pledge, and God will love you so much and be so proud of you. They told me if you wait to have sex until marriage, God will bring you a wonderful Christian husband, and you'll get married and live happily ever after. They said, waiting didn't give me a happily ever after. Instead, it controlled my identity for over a decade, landed me in therapy, and left my left me a stranger in my own skin. I was so completely ashamed of my body and my sexuality that it made me that it made that it made having sex a demoralizing experience. I don't go to church anymore, nor am I religious. And I started to heal. I realized that I couldn't figure out how to be both religious and sexual at the same time. I chose sex. Every single day is a battle to remember that my body belongs to me and not to the church or my childhood, the church of my childhood. I have, I have to constantly remind myself that a pledge I took when I was only 10 doesn't define who I am today. When I have sex with my husband, I make sure it's because I have a sexual need and not because I feel required to fulfill his desires. I'm now thoroughly convinced that the entire concept of virginity is used to control female sexuality. I would go back. If I could go back, I would, I wouldn't wait. I would have sex with my, with my then boyfriend and now husband and I wouldn't go to hell for it. We would have gotten married at a more appropriate age and I would have kept my sexuality to myself. That's so deep. So, you know, when I read that, I was like, 
damn, like that's so that's so true. Like I, I see it, and, I, and and I've had friends who I feel have gotten married extremely young. Because I went to a Christian school up until grade mm-hmm. eight. So all of those friends of mine in grade eight, etc., a lot of them are married. And I, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's judgmental, but I believe a major part of that is because they wanted to have sex. So mm-hmm. basically they were thirsty. And they put, <laughs> yeah, and they put sex on such a pedestal, pedestal yeah. that they sacrifice, they, they almost become oblivious to what else life has to offer, what other growths you can go through before you are prepared to, to get married in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a sense. That's you know? such, that's mm-hmm. such a and scary. And we sacrifice so much. For this concept of virginity and sex, right? It's and actually, that's why I don't. I don't. <laughs> <want to. laughs> Damn, Vaughn. Like you know that article and what you're saying is very true because a lot of people tend to sacrifice who they are mm. for one moment of sex. Then, because that lady in that article sacrificed her identity. Yeah. She even said it. Her identity. Yeah. No, her identity was based, based on, on the it. fact that she yeah. was a, virgi- a virgin. Yeah. But she sacrificed who she could have been, like yeah. who she truly is. She yeah. only discovered That's that. That's a really big reason why when people want to talk sexuality of children with me, I always say, for me, the most important thing is that my child is happy, that yeah. my child is safe, that yes. my child is healthy. Because that comes first. Um, the one thing, the, the identity thing really stood out for me yeah. in this, in this piece as well as the end where she actually abandons her religion. Yeah. And let it be known that this doesn't only apply to our religions. Yeah. It applies yeah. to our cultures and our way of lives. Those things will be abandoned. People, the mothers, the women who are traumatized by these types of experience because we know that it's disproportionate, that yeah. men don't do promise rings with their moms the way girls do promise rings for their dads. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to understand that the more we continue to traumatize people with these unproductive, unprogressive cultural norms and proper values, we're going to destroy ourselves because we are going to turn away from our family structures. We're going to turn away from our cultures that we hold so dear, our religions. These things are going to disintegrate because we are using them to abuse people and to traumatize people. Shout out. So does it basically then start with realizing what makes you happy and uh, fulfilling and staying true to yourself to some degree? Because I think that's the most important thing and that's, that's what's being sacrificed at the end of the day. I mean, society and culture at the end of the day, apart from sex, we live in a world where we're constantly trying to be something that we aren't because we're trying to please people instead of being ourselves and pleasing ourselves. You see, I've always been like the type of person. I think, look, you, you know, I, I like the fact you called me out earlier on the fact that I was speaking, like, I, I don't want to really, I feel weird about having sex with a virgin, right? I, I, I appreciate that and I, I think I will take that in and, and analyze why it is I actually feel like that and try and find the reason. But I think I've always been the type of person throughout my life to kind of, do what I what I want, right? It landed me in trouble at school. It's probably landed me in, in trouble in society and whatever the case is. But I kind of just do what I feel. Yeah. And I was raised in a very religious home. My mother, my mom's very religious. Like shout out to moms, you know, Christian lady. Shout raise out. me right, mom. You raise me right. <laughs> yeah, you but, better say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. But but you know, over the years, I've become. I won't say I've become less religious. I've just. I'll say I've become less religious. I believe in God, and I have my. I have my faith, and I have. And I have those type of things. I just think that people have made things like religion, uh, things like marriage, you know, things like relationships. I think people have made them what they want them to be mm. and not what they really absolutely. really are so they've perverted you, 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 them basically. absolutely perverted yeah. them and, and 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 that's the reason why i think when i lost my virginity i was like whatever yeah. like i was raised not to i was told not to throughout my entire life but when i lost it i was like 
You know what? It's, it's actually it, it doesn't actually matter. Like, is that it? Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And well, that's and, dope. No, Vaughn, you're like a rebel to society, which is dope. You're supposed to be a rebel to society. You gotta stay true to yourself, embrace who you are. You, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. some to some degree, like, like it's but, important. At the, but at the same time, like I'm hearing, I'm hearing that you know what Sadie's saying about responsibility, and I'm, I'm not saying you disagree with me what I'm saying now. You 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 probably you probably agree. It's just that I think people like us with these in-depth concepts or or understandings of how these things actually function or try to. Understand how these things function We sometimes get seen as people that are um, You know The kind of people that your other moms Might say you see that one they don't hang out with They, they think too <laughs> much the problem, you, you, understand? Yeah. you know don't think too much yeah. Do you know what I mean? My, uh, I actually I think that my parents might have that fear About me and my little sister because I'm always checking I'm like go you better, you better check that. You better check that. And my mm. parents are like, stop it. You're corrupting yeah. and losing her innocent mind. <laughs> oh, you no. see, and, and, and that, and that, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I sit there and I, and I, and I listen to sometimes, like, even my parents and, 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 and I've had discussions with them about these things and I understand generational gaps are, are yeah. huge in, in, in these concepts. But you end up sitting there and I end up sitting there listening and, and, and trying to understand the perspective. And, and I, I kind of come to the conclusion that, like, the world was in such and society was in such a bad space yeah. like decades ago a couple of decades ago um that when we start moving towards a more just more um progressive society society yeah. and and mindset it's almost like it's almost like you know you you you're, you're yeah. a satan worshiper yeah it's i mean like, one one of the examples of that um so I'm I'm currently in Bible school because I told you guys I'm a struggling Christian. I'm getting there. So, and one of the things that um, our lecturers emphasize is the uh, embodiment of God, and that yeah. it is not existent. He is uh, spirit. Yeah. And the gendered language we use is as a result of our culture mm-hmm. because we have a very patriarchal um, history, and yeah. uh, I mean it's still going on. So our language is patriarchal. So we always default to man. Yeah. But that. God is genderless that it, we that the image of God we were created in yeah. is a spirit and not genitals. Yeah. And so um I tweeted it as simple as that. Yeah. I said our language is gendered, God is not. Boom. I faced such an onslaught of uh, oh so what do you mean this and what do you mean that? Gonna and hate it was you. it was literally the most simple thing to understand because if as a Christian man you disagree with that, then you're saying that um that the rules are different for men and women, which is absolutely not true. God is yeah. not a guy, yeah. dude. Sin is sin, morality is morality. Yeah. You, you, there is no chromosome attached exactly. to it. So even as a Christian, you can't argue stuff like that, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you actually defending? But that's what's problematic about religion, because when I look at most religious structures, churches, people, but the majority, yeah. like you, you're, you're very different in your approach. I really, I can really see the value and the practicality. Your faith brings out in you And it's something that's Like you said It's a positive result Therefore Good thing to do Now Wait, what wait, I, wait. What I, what I Let me just jump in here Sorry I want to jump in Because what you're saying Is very important About religion And Christianity For example Because a lot of people Think that it's a religion Religion is like A structure to some yeah, degree absolutely. It's more of a relationship And that's how We need to view it Because there is a huge gap Between our, our generations First and foremost And Vaughn It's something that We need to note And really take Take a note of Because 
the gap is there. We need to understand why our parents were like that and mm. why they did certain things and why they try to influence and influence and influence it on us. But at the same time, we need to critique that and, and look at it at our times and how is it relevant to us and us progressing forward? Because if it's not helping us move Absolutely. forward, we've got to cut it out and we disagree. Have to cut it out. Yeah. But I, I think I like I I agree and I don't agree with when you say that you know uh, like God is a relationship. I I I don't, I don't think so because a relationship requires roles. It requires there's there's certain things you do in a if I have a relationship with Sadie, it means that they, as much as gender roles can fall away because you might be open-minded, there are certain things that you do in a relationship to but make it work. But you do have a relationship I, with her, though. But I think, yeah, but what I'm saying is that's, that's because we are two people. I'm saying God and things like faith are things that you have to have an understanding of. I think it's more of an understanding. I think it's more of like a feeling. I think it's more of like... Knowing that if I look at if I look at Sadie if I look at you I know that you guys represent the God or the the the, the spirit that I believe in because okay. you create so I see God in you and you should see God in me and that should be what we understand each other as right because I I I find this like this 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 problematic thing with religion that and 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 gods and 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 all this stuff where it's like automatically off the bat off the bat like you're told. That it, it throughout the Bible that men do this and women do that and 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 this is that and this and and that's what they tell you to live by. So when they tell you to live by that, and they say that don't do this because you are a man, you do, men should do this, woman do, that already creates this issue that leads to things like women should never lose their virginity and yeah. men and men are free to. So um, part of my Bible studies that I've just been lapping up, it's just so delicious. Yeah. My favorite story in the Bible um, is the creation story yeah. because we played ourselves. It's such a great story. It explains everything to me. And um, <laughs> so basically what happened, you all know, um, Adam bit the apple and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then boom, everything just yeah, went yeah. to crap. And um, one of the th- ways that we have used um, religion to assert power and to create inequality it's with that very story because we yeah. always talk about how the woman tempted the man. But it actually says in the Bible, in every translation, that Adam was not deceived, that the man wanted power. And he was there. Yeah. And so then what happened was after they were um, taste out of the garden, a curse came upon them. And one of the curses was strife between men and women because mm. of the man wanting power. It was always going to be awful. And then from there, we see the really nasty Game of Thrones type of parts of the Bible yeah. where women were just used for as prostitutes and as currency. Yeah. And yeah. it all went as a result of that. And instead of Christians taking that or institutional Christianity, instead of institutional Christianity taking that and saying, this is our history and this is what we're going to change. Yeah. Um, they took it as, oh, should we do that? You know, um, because it serves me as a man yeah. to, to assert that kind of thing. I mean, it's like looking at South African history and saying, okay, but it was how it was. So should we do that? Because as white people, it benefits me. Yeah. We still have to make that shift between men and women. We still have to make that shift where we honestly say something's got to give. And it's but probably the bigger problem in the world. It's actually the one that doesn't get addressed or it's shunned upon or pushed to the side. No, that, that, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Let's deal with racism. Yo, you can't deal with racism if sexism exists yeah. because it's such a Absolutely. hypocritical situation. And they don't all, progress. And they're always so interconnected. That's the thing. It's the injustice at hand. I mean, the f- I like what you said that um, institutional Christianity really shuns upon and really 
tries to put power in place. But the fundamental thing about Christianity is to be like Christ. I mean, Christ used to chill with, uh, I mean, Mary Magdalene. He allowed Mary Magdalene to chill with him. He didn't treat her like anything less than him. And that's the fundamental thing. Stop treating people less than they deserve. Don't think you're better than anybody I, else. I think, I think off the bat, so this is, this is a topic for like an, uh, like a definitely another day. So we should probably get you in again. Yeah. But, you know, we got, we got about, we got about five, about five minutes left. But oh, snap. Like off the, off the top, that's the shortest hour of the week. Every yeah. Week. <laughs> but, but like, but like, you know, off the bat, I just think that, um, you know, most people in life that are religious or believe in something, like, I just think it comes with the idea that you are better. Look, look, I know everybody, I know everybody, I know everybody's gonna say it's not me, not me, and everything. I, I get it, I get it. But I think that if you are passionate about something you believe in, yeah. when someone believes in something else, you think you're right, you think they're wrong. They think you're right, they think you're, it's everybody. A, and that's yeah. the problem with the world too. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think what you're saying so, is that nobody really wants to a- understand the other person's yeah. perspective. And that's the problem. If you're not trying to understand somebody else's perspective, then you will never agree with them. Which is why I always link it back to the pragmatic, the pragmatic. Yeah. What is the real, what is the fruit that your, your belief bears? Yes. Let's compare fruit for fruit. Let's compare like for like. Yeah. What is the outcome you want? So to bring it back to sexuality, what are we, what do we want to achieve by, achieve, by telling men that they are ravenous sexual beasts yes. and telling women that they just need to be pious until such a time that a man informs us otherwise. Exactly. What is the actual outcome we want? Damn straight. That's it. But that's it. That's exactly it. And that's that's kind of like what I felt when I read this post and when I started speaking about it. I started thinking to myself, you know what? I don't understand this, and I and I need to understand why men feel they can just do whatever, and women owe their virginities to some man who. Doesn't value it like that anyway. So basically, do you know what I mean? So basically, we need more people that are willing to understand and progress in a pragmatic manner. And yeah. I think it's also important because we're reaching the end of this discussion. I'm just a bit uh, aware of um, your viewership. Uh, we also need to just throw it in there that this happens across all types of sexualities yeah. where that power imbalance comes in and um, it's also it's also linked to our understandings of homophobia and transphobia yeah. etc it's yes. the power of sexuality that people seem to be fighting over and when I say people I really just mean men um, <laughs> shout out yeah shout out that's, shout that's out the truth that's yeah. the truth that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, so um, I think um, just to just to, uh, we've had a very heteronormative type of discussion sure, here, sure, which yeah. is, is likely to happen because you know that's um, the default. But just um, to so people can be aware, we are aware that these dynamics happen Definitely. in other types of relationships uh, absolutely, as well. absolutely, they happen across the board in in uh, in sort of homosexual relationships as well as heterosexual relationships. We need to we need to be aware of them. We need to try and make a better society. I think so it starts with the conversations. It starts with you guys listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, if you guys have got this far, thank you very much. Sadie, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you in. so much, guys. We need no, to get her in again. No, for real. I like told a two-hour session. Like I, a two hour yeah. session. <laughs> I told you, bro. Yeah. I told you, Sadie's fine. Uh, shout out to the MILF gang. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> shout out to everybody who's out of can pom pom. Thank you very much, Sadie. We're going to catch up with you later. If you, got, if you want to get you on Twitter, we can get you at Sadie Wiggles, right? That's it. We don't know what Sadie Wiggles, but just follow her. <laughs> shout out. Alright bro That uh, comes to the end of the show Man I told you man I told you we are going to have something, uh, something It's going to be fire, about, bro. You know what I'm saying but We've got to wrap up We've got a minute in I know the people are lining up For the next show So thank you very much For tuning in guys uh, We really appreciate your support If you want to continue the conversation You can do it on Twitter With the hashtag Unplugged Radio Show I am V the Everything With Simpia Petros This is the Unplugged Radio Show Thank you so much guys Until next week We out Oh yeah and if you lost it You know go get it back You know what I'm saying Cliffcentral.com